Welcome back to the show, everybody. Here's your host, Bob Tucker, and your co-host, Danny Woodcock. Welcome to the Flu Matters Podcast. Uh, today, we have with us Chris Ritter of Holy Toledo, which makes a lot more sense when you see it on the page. It's, he's a great donut guy, and uh, we hear all of donuts. So the that, donut guy. Yeah, it, it was a pretty good conversation, and uh, that will, that'll be coming up here in a second. Uh, first, we just want to touch base with what we've been up to. And uh, Danny, you were just telling me you, were, you had a tail date. A tail date anniversary. Tail date anniversary, we'll call it. Uh, <laughs> last year, me and my girlfriend met at a tail date, so we figured we could, you know, do a normal anniversary thing, go to a nice dinner, or we could be the degenerates that we are and go get, you know, really drunk at a tail date and skip the game just like last year. Unfortunately, we skipped like a really good game. Oh, yeah, <laughs> this for for reference, this was the UT Iowa State game. Yep, double overtime. UT won on a fourth and goal stop. They're on a roll. Everyone rushed the field. Yeah, pretty soon we're going to have to get ranked. Yeah. Although I think Arkansas lost to Texas Tech. So they did. That doesn't help. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. So how was the tailgate? Uh, tailgate was amazing as usual. You know, it was a beautiful day out there. Students were having a blast. Uh, Dr. Gaber was out there. She was hanging out with the students. Up. She's the new UT president, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. She was hanging out there and uh, everyone had a blast. It was amazing to me. I went for a run Sunday morning, and they had already cleaned everything up. Wait, wait, wait. So, so, so after tailgating yeah, so hard yeah, that I you know. can't run, that you can't go to the game, you ran the next It was morning? like a brisk <laughs> jog. And I wasn't so drunk that I couldn't go to the game. It was just, let's redo last year, skip the game, order a pizza, and go home. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> what about you, Bob? What'd you do? Uh, well, I, we had our block party last Friday, which um, this is the second year at least since I've lived in, on, in, in my neighborhood, that my block has done the block party. My, uh, some friends of ours and, and, and neighbors uh, kind of organized it. And <clears throat> I have to say, I'm a big proponent of block parties as opposed to, say, <laughs> block watches. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, it's great. People that, you know, you otherwise would never, even though they live on your block, they might live on the other end of the block, or, you know, your schedules are different. You don't... You maybe only really talk to your direct neighbors, but, uh, you know, everybody, everybody comes out, everybody's friendly, even though they, you know, you may not have spoken to this person since last year, the block party. And, uh, you know, you have stories of, you know, you know, friendships that form out of that. And, you know, when you know your neighbors through a social setting like that, you're going to keep an eye out for them, which I think is a, a far better way of, of handling the whole, um, issue of, of, you know, neighborhood, um, security or, or whatever you want to call it than, than a formal black watch where you're all suspicious of each other. <laughs> well, it's just building a sense of community yeah. as opposed to some kind of fake police officer that right. thinks he's going to do something <laughs> exactly. about somebody's robbing my house. Exactly. It, you hit the nail on the head. It, it builds a sense of community that you're then proud of and that you want to take care of. And, um, it, 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 it again reiterated for me, um, uh, the benefit of block parties and, and, and events like that. And I think, I, I'm just thinking to myself, why do we only do this once a year? We ought to do it again, but uh, we'll see. So that's that's mainly what I did this weekend. It was on Friday, and then the rest of the weekend was a blur with kid stuff. But yeah. Right. <laughs> As most days are. Yeah, 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 yeah. How about you, Nate? Um, I, too, had a similar thing. Um, we have a neighborhood association in Westmoreland's. 
Um, and they, they have a couple of, you know, like fall, spring, Christmas parties. So this was our fall party. Um, and the houses in Westmoreland's are, you know, they're about 80 to 90 years old. So they were built when this area was where the rich people lived. Um, so some of them are enormous and the people who held this, ha- this, this, uh, this party, they, they have just an amazing house and they put all of this work into the backyard. They've got one of those, one of those pools you can swim in place in the Ooh. backyard what? um and like a you know cool little like fire pit and all this stuff and they had like a pig roast but same oh, thing wait, just hey. like you should have led with the pig roast <laughs> it's the same thing of just you know it's a little awkward because you're you know seeing people like you said you only see them a couple times a year but still it's it's nice and everybody's you know getting along and you kind of just know the people that you see walking down the street in your area and being able to recognize who is from your neighborhood and who isn't is is an important thing for you know, that type Mm of knowing when something's wrong. Um, yeah. Or or just being able to say, Oh, Hey, how you doing? You know, when when you're walking past somebody and striking up a conversation later in the year. And then, um, I didn't go to it because, uh, the Browns were playing and I don't do anything when the Browns are playing. Go Browns. (laughs) Um, (laughs) They did win this week. Heck yeah. Stinking Um, lions. But my wife (laughs) went to the, uh, pooch plunge. Oh yeah. Yeah. Pooch plunge. Which is, I don't know where it, do you know where that is? Yeah. It's at, uh, the public pool in Savannah. I'm blanking on the name of the park, but they, they hold it the weekend after they close the pool. Right. So they let all the, basically bring your dog and they just let them go to town in the pool. And (laughs) you know, my dog is a, a, uh, flat coat retriever collie mix so he can't get enough of of the pool so <laughs> yeah did, did it go well i haven't heard yeah, oh, yeah. yeah yeah it was good it yeah. was real good well i wasn't there but yeah archer I, I, told me it was a fun time oh i'm sure he did. <laughs> <laughs> all right well welcome everybody this is the toledo manners podcast today with us is chris ritter uh from holy toledo as we were just talking about <laughs> hello uh which uh, once you see it spelled on the page, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> the way I may pronounce it, it'll just be like, what the heck is he talking about? But, um, so welcome, Chris. Thank you for, for joining us. Um, thanks for having me. And, uh, Danny's with us as always, as is, uh, Nate in the back room. Uh, we all love donuts. Who doesn't <laughs> love donuts? <laughs> I actually uh, had some, some this morning, but, uh, they, they, they weren't from your shop. I, no. I apologize. <laughs> uh, it's okay. I did too. <laughs> went to McQueen's yesterday with the family. Oh, I, we talked about that last episode. We went there. My, my family went there last weekend, and I was telling these guys my whole purpose of going was to get apple fritters. Like I just, yep. I was like, we are going. We we're getting, we're getting apple fritters, and I just mowed them down. Well, my son's having a pony ride or something. But, um, so Chris, uh, where are you from? Born and raised in Toledo. All right, right here. Yeah. What, what neighborhood? Uh, I went to St. Hedwig's. Okay. So North End Toledo. And then yeah. I went out to Rossford and Perrysburg for high school, junior high. Okay. And then what, around the, I was out in San Diego for a little bit period of time, but ended up back here. Okay. What year did you graduate from Rossford? Because I know some people. 13. 13. Okay. Hmm. All right. We'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> I have cousins. That's... <laughs> um, all right. And then uh, I'm guessing at some point you got experience in the restaurant industry. Yep. Um Food's always been a huge part of my life. It's always been an interest of mine naturally. So just growing up, um, everyone's always encouraged me, you know, you need to be a chef. You're going to be a chef when you grow up, this and that. So, you know, after high school, I strayed away from that for a little bit, but then eventually came back, you know, maybe I'll give it a try. What would you stray away toward? Um, just a bunch of 
dead end jobs. <laughs> really, <laughs> really not doing anything, honestly. So it's not um, like you went to, you know, I want to be a dentist or something. No, then... <laughs> no, nothing great. Just wasted a couple of years. Hey, it's not a waste. It's all learning so, experience, right? Well, it worked out for the better now. Yeah. I can't really complain at this point. Um, so my first line cook job was at Mancy's Blue Water Grill in Maumee. Yeah. Um, I worked there for a little while and, you know, kind of got my first start of a, a real kitchen environment. Right. Then uh, from there, my next kitchen job was at Revolution Grill. Yeah. And there I kind of got my wings a little bit. Got a lot of experience working for Chef Rob. Um, I was a kitchen manager there for about two years. And uh, before ever, we all moved over to Stella's. Yeah, right. Some people know. Um, and that was really, you know, working for Chef, Chef Rob throughout the duration of my you know, restaurant years until I... Finally decided I wanted to branch out and open my own company and end up with Holy Toledo. Did you go over to Stella's or, or no? Mm-hmm. You did? Yeah, okay. I did. Yeah. And then... Still uh, help out from time to time. Yeah. <clears throat> and what do you do helping out there? You just line cook. Line cook. Whatever yeah. he needs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And... Uh, line cook, doing a dinner, prep, whatever he needs. Yeah. So that all sounds to me like uh, not a lot of baking. <laughs> no baking. It's, it's funny. People say, you know, refer to me as a baker and I'll have to correct them. Like, no, I'm I'm not a baker. I'm not, I can't make you a pie or cookies or cakes or anything or muffins. Yeah. I just had the idea for donuts and then you know, I, for about eight months at home throughout last fall and winter, early into spring, just developing recipes at home, testing, tweaking it just to get it to where I wanted. And then yeah. Finally, I so I just don't. I have a really good donut recipe <laughs> <laughs> that you you worked on. What you did you have one you started with and then you tweaked? I mean, yeah, how did I, I got a couple cookbooks um, from the library and online. Tried out a few different ones. You know, testing different yeast, different flour ratios, sure. water, milk, egg, butter. Um, just taking notes, comparing, and then eventually I wound up to where I'm at. The recipe I have today, um, which I said, so I have a really solid dough recipe yeah a lot of people really seem to like it i do and then i use my 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 restaurant experience from cooking and you know knowing what flavors go together and how to handle ingredients and how to prepare them and you know how to fabricate them break them down and everything and how to buy and order and what's in season fresh local you know i use that to my like icings and fillings and toppings and all that yeah yeah and and did you um you know for for your particular donuts did you or some of them inspirations that you got from other donut shops throughout the country or oh, they... d- definitely you know the maple bacon i think voodoo yeah voodoo donuts put that one on the map i, I was going to tell everyone you follow the suit and it's it's a great donut everyone oh yeah donut places all over the country do it and i was it, gonna it's I, good i meant to tell you here in 2011 i think my boss was in portland for some work thing mm-hmm. he on his flight back he had a ziploc baggie with maple bacon donuts from voodoo donuts and he, <laughs> he walks into the office he's like you gotta try this smuggle donuts <laughs> nice yeah yeah um yeah they right. put that one on the map and then um a lot of my flavors uh like i did the uh the apple cider glaze with candy mm-hmm. ginger um you know, one of my favorite cocktails is just apple cider with ginger beer and Jameson. So I yeah. did the apple cider whiskey glaze with candy ginger. Um, so I just kind of think of, you know, what do I like? And just yeah. kind of turn it into a donut, other popular dishes. Yeah. What, what are the, what's your stable right now of, or staple? I don't know what the right <laughs> word. What's the current menu for right now as we sit here in September? Um, I change, I try to change it up every couple of weeks. Right. Um, I'll repeat the flavors that do really well, the ones that get the most positive feedback. I'll repeat sure. those, let them 
kind of play out so that you know people get sick of them and then change them up a of little course, bit. Yeah. Uh, right now, what's going pretty hot is the pumpkin cronut, which <laughs> cronuts actually trademarked by Dominique Ansel in New York. Uh, he he owns that. <clears throat> oh, but, wow. it, but what the cronut is, it's the croissant donut. Right, it's our yeah. version of the croissant donut. Yeah. Um, and so that's filled with like a like a pumpkin mousse cream. A lot of, you know, everyone likes pumpkin. Yeah. So that's a perfect. That was a great pair. The maple bacon still going strong. Yeah. We did the car <laughs> the caramel apple, which is the apple cider icing filled with apple butter, and then a Meyer rums caramel over mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's going pretty well. And I did a, a sweet corn cake donut. That sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah I kind of used last week. Yeah, a lot of people like that one. That was a more of a wow factor donut. Where you know, a lot of people like corn, but no one's ever had a corn donut. Right. So yeah. a lot of people were going for that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. So th- those will probably be on for a couple more weeks, and then you know, I'll sub out two other flavors. I try to do six a week. Now, where do you do all your cooking? We actually lease the kitchen space um, from Cedar Creek Church at Burn and Heather Downs. Okay. Yep. So huh. my my bakery, my wholesale bakery is licensed out of their kitchen. Oh, cool. And uh Yeah, it was um I was I started off in a tiny little kitchen. Um not a whole lot bigger than this this room actually. <laughs> which which is not very big. Not very big at all. Yeah. Um and I quickly outgrew that one. And ironically enough, Ben Snyder, head pastor over at Cedar Creek Church, um, just wound up Facebook Facebook messaging us. And said, hey, you know, we have this kitchen space not really being used, available to you guys. You know, we like your concept if you'd be interested. Well, that's you great. Know, so, so my yeah. rent my rent there, there's actually been a couple of people think, you know, we're in business together or we're part of it or not. Yeah. I rent the kitchen from them. and But actually, my rent goes towards help funding their free community meal on Thursdays. So oh, that's really that's cool. That's great. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's, it's a pretty win-win. Wow. Yeah. Yep, community wins and I win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I bet the rent's probably pretty reasonable too compared to oh, yeah. Absolutely. commercial space. <laughs> I mean, you could not ask for anything better. Yeah, yeah. Do you have plans to move to a storefront or anything? I or? do. Uh, ultimately, you know, I'd like to get out onto my own and just mm-hmm. you know, yeah. have, a, have a storefront where I could just do fresh small batches. Um, ideally, I would like to have a baker or a couple of bakers in the back making donuts around the clock. Right. Um, you know, maybe if we're not open twenty four seven, but at least throughout the day, having making small batches of donuts throughout the day. Yeah. So everyone gets a warm, a warm one still versus making them all at night. They're really good that way still. Yeah. But it would just be even better to have them. Yeah, so you, as so fresh you, as possible. You currently make them all at night. Yep. Yeah. So we start about ten p.m. till about six a.m. and we make my deliveries, and so then they're usually. <laughs> So are we, about, are we cutting into your sleeping time right now? Then. Oh no! Actually, uh, we, we Thursday through Sunday we do production. Yeah. Okay. So. Yesterday morning, I dropped the donuts off, and then I'm off till Wednesday night. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I still have to do my shopping and prepping. And, right. Yeah. But no third shift till. So then. where can people um, get the donuts now? Currently, we're selling at... That's a big question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of people ask, you know, they didn't really seem to find us, but we try to make it as convenient as possible. So every week on Facebook and Instagram, I post the menu and locations, which are Black Kite Coffee in the Old West End, mm-hmm. right at Collingwood in Delaware. The Flying Joe, which is another coffee shop in Levis Commons in Perrysburg. Uh, they're just off the beaten path of the town center, but they're still within there. Um, and DeCapo Coffee at Lewis and Stearns. Yeah. I know I've I bought them primarily through Black Kite. Black Kite, yep. yeah. I, I don't know if you, they have on uh, Saturday mornings before they have their Badger brunch or whatever they have, like a little... Chef Tracy's running that now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But before that, in the morning, they have a story time for little kids. 
They do. They still do that. Yeah, right. And, and so it's awesome. We go to that all the time. And it used to be I I would just eat some of their meat pies, which I still do. But, yeah. <laughs> but now I have donuts and meat pies yeah. when I go for. I'm a fan of their, the breakfast bagel balls full of sausage, oh, yeah. oh, that and cheese. Amazing. My my wife so always good. gets those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Saturday mornings we're at the farmer's market. Okay. And I think I've also seen you at the, the food trucks on Thursdays. Yep. Downtown. Thursdays we do that. Um, the last couple of weeks have been like up in the pushing nineties Yeah, to where, you know, the, the heat and the humidity takes a toll on the donut sure. pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for one, when it's that hot, you kind of want something light and refreshing versus a donut at lunch, which <laughs> I agree with. Um, you know, and plus it just kind of starts melting the donuts a little yeah, bit. So yeah. I'll probably cut back on that. So we'll see what, I don't know if they have any kind of a crowd for the late fall or winter, but yeah, the, it, the cooler days are better for us for donuts over I mean, there. This is only really, I guess, the second year of that going strong with the food trucks. I was there. blown away because I've had people, yeah. you know, early on, a couple of people at work downtown so yeah. telling me to go down there. And I way underestimated it. Oh, yeah. I showed yeah. up down there. I'm like, this whole block is it's full of deal. like 10, 12 food yeah. trucks and vendors. And there's a couple hundred people out eating. Yeah. My, my, my office is right down the street from there. So live every, music. And yeah. yeah every every Thursday, if I'm available, I, I always try to hit that. I'm up. glad. I'm so glad Toledo has that stuff going oh, on. Oh, yeah. Now. That happens every Thursday? In the, in the summer in good, good okay. weather. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's only going to get bigger when. And they have something going on Tuesdays, too, which we haven't made it down there for a Tuesday. What uh, the same space? I think either there no. or across from across the street, across Summit on the riverside, maybe. Okay, I think there's also something they were trying. We're speculating, but I think there's yeah. also something <laughs> like uh, across the street from Government Center. And that maybe that was the Tuesday thing, but I don't know. No, no, yeah, people are going to show up all over and sure. <laughs> so, are are you still doing this all yourself, or do you have some help? Or oh no, I finally, um, yep, I have some help. Yeah, yeah. How, how many people you have working with you? Uh, two employees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you so, ever have you ever been a boss before? Is this the first? <laughs> I've I've been in boss positions, but not like owner. Yeah, owner. Yeah. yeah, I've been supervisor. You know, I could probably stretch it out to a sous chef at best. Sure, but yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, yeah. So that, it so it's new. You know, I'm as far as learning the donuts, learning the business, also learning the leadership role. Yeah, that's the, a lot. It is. <laughs> Those are the little things you don't think about when you're right. thinking. I want to start a business. I'm going to do donuts and yeah, yeah, yeah. Why donuts? Um, you know, donuts have been around forever. Obviously everyone loves donuts. It's an easy, easy win. Um, I wanted, I found, uh, online at the time an auction in Detroit where, um, there was like a whole bunch of donut equipment going on pretty cheap. (laughs) And then, you know, I I realized like, you know, Hey, there's, you know, there was the cupcakes with the fondant cupcakes or the, the cake, the wedding, you know, the big extravagant cakes and then the cupcakes and then I seen donuts were kind of like, not new, but reinventing themselves. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people started, not, you know, putting more than just strawberry jelly and white icing on them. Just, right. Oh, that's so my I, favorite. So I kind of wanted, to, I kind of <laughs> wanted to branch it. Well, I'll make one, but with fresh jelly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so I, I wanted to branch out in that area, and then sure enough, I feel like I tapped into that market just at the perfect time. Yeah. yeah. Like, like right around cronuts and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you ever have you had a donut cake before? Are you familiar with this concept? A donut cake? Yeah, we we make them. You do? Okay, yeah. good. I mean, I started was, off I, making a couple, and I just posted pictures of them online, even just for free. I said, yeah, you know, I had some leftover dough, leftover toppings. I made, who wants it? And now we get about one or two orders a week. Okay, I was just going to make sure you were aware of the concept. Yeah, because <clears throat> I'm a huge fan of donut cakes, and uh, yeah, the I one think. we get mostly ordered is the turtle cake, which is you know just covered in ganache with yeah. caramel and pecans or the maple bacon cake 
How many calories are in a donut cake? We remove all calories. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on how much of it you eat in. Do you have any like gluten-free options or any of that stuff going not, on? Not yet. We get some you know, vegan gluten-free requests, but we haven't gone there yet. Right. Um, Mainly want to make long, things that taste it good. It took me long enough to get... <laughs> yeah. Actually, in my dough recipe, I add extra gluten. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Which gives it the nice spring back chewiness, soft, feathery right. kind of dough. Right. Um, no, yeah, I, get, I do, we do get requests, and I, I want to include that group of diet also yeah. to our availability, but and not, That's probably not more yet. difficult. They, to, yeah, it's a lot more difficult to make right. it good. Right. <laughs> right. To make yeah. it taste good. Like right. Gluten-free bread products of any kind just yeah. seems... Tough. Tough. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Because gluten's what makes it good, <laughs> right? It's an oxymoron. Yeah, it's like jumbo yeah. shrimp. Right, 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 right. <laughs> did I see you did a a homecoming ask? Yeah, somebody somebody did that. They wanted it was actually a lady wanted to ask the guy out to homecoming. Ooh. I know it's it's a little different, yeah, it's a little, a little different. different. But we're we're in a new day and age now. Yep. Things are different, so um, nothing wrong with that. We're happy to do it. And you know, so we spelled out donuts H O. You know the whole homecoming question mark exclamation mark and it was perfect you know a dozen donuts into a box yeah did it work uh i haven't heard back actually i want to email them and find out <laughs> find out what happened no news is probably good news right yeah <laughs> <laughs> i feel like if they said no to that kind of a proposal though there's something yeah. deeper issues well, look, if the guy doesn't like donuts she should be finding somebody else right, right? <laughs> all right so do, do you live in the Toledo? i'm guessing you live in the yep we live in point place right now point place mm-hmm. near the water or I mean, yeah pretty, point pretty close near the water, yeah. but yeah yeah there yeah we like there. it yeah i'm guessing you go to the meat market there i do lee williams yeah yeah I, I i had a softball league where all of our games for one year were played in that park like right by lee williams my like, daughter loves that park yeah yeah it's great, except for mayfly season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had guys out in the outfield just swarmed with mayflies. Mm-hmm. Which was... Actually, we went. We were there earlier this year, and we went to go fly a kite. Yeah. <laughs> so then taking off running to go get the kite up, yeah, just made the mayflies poof. There's a cloud, <laughs> and they just up in a stir everywhere yeah. all over us. Yeah. So we, we like to ask people, you know, uh, is there some hidden gem or even not so hidden gem in Toledo that you think people ought to know about? Other than yourself. Hidden gem, other than food-wise, or anything, just, just anything, anything in Toledo, it, boy. Maybe yeah. it doesn't even have to be hidden. Like, your yeah. favorite, your favorite thing to to do in Toledo that you would recommend to somebody if they're new here, or yeah, you know, so, say you have a, a visitor from out of town and you want to show them, hey, this is why. One of my awesome. favorite things about Toledo, even if I moved far away, that would bring me back here every year is the walleye run. Oh yeah, I'm a huge fishing nerd. Awesome. So you see the guys in the river with you know lined up shoulders. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm one of them down there, and that to me is just my favorite, one of my favorite times of the year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I I also. I think we have a walleye run up as well. I think we have a fantastic wild park system. Our wildlife, you know, we have a great bird watching. We have some of the best deer genetics, and we get the we're the only place that gets the walleye run. You know, like that all over. People right. all over the world come here for that. Yeah, it's the largest. It's the largest walleye run on the planet for sure. So mm-hmm. I'm not too familiar. What's a walleye run? The walleye run is when uh, the walleye, the yeah, the, the walleye are spawning, so they'll head up river. Okay. And the females will drop their eggs. The males will come and drop theirs over it. And you know, there's throughout the water, they just fertilize and they head back down the river. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like there's like they're thousands. All, they're all fish. heading through the river. Yeah. Um, yeah, thousands, you know, millions of fish <laughs> heading from one lake to the other um, during 
lasts about three weeks. March, early March, mid-March through late April. Okay. Um, Maybe into July a little bit, but, or May, excuse me. Um, Yeah, yeah, we're just one of the only places in the world that get that to you can really channel them in the river. Right. (laughs) And you would think with millions of fish being bottlenecked to a hundred foot river, it'd be much easier to actually catch them, but it's still pretty (laughs) challenging. Yeah, pretty much. I like to call it the mommy, mommy river, knot tying club. So all you do is just retie knots all day long. (laughs) I usually go with like 20 of them pre-tied and then in about 20 minutes I'm tying again. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll have to go next year together. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And at least in terms of local fish, I mean, walleye are a lot more fun to fight with and catch than oh, perch, yeah. which are just right. like shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah. <laughs> Pulling them up in your spreader. Drop down more f- pull two at once. And... Exactly, yeah. <laughs> One walleye is a meal where you need 50 perch to, mm-hmm. to eat. So yeah. walleye is very good, too. Yep. I don't think I've ever eaten walleye. Oh, and you live here? <laughs> Not too fishy oh, my we... diet. Oh, sorry. I'm more about the donuts. Yeah. <laughs> you, as the you fish donuts. <laughs> like a, a, a smoked walleye donut. There Ooh. you go. <laughs> I'm not sure if that'll work, but it sounds good. <laughs> we'll see. So I, I, I was up in uh, Mackinac Island a few weeks ago. Nice. And, you know, it's the white fish is everywhere. Added up in a couple of weeks. And, and smoked white fish is everywhere. Yeah. And so I probably overdosed on smoked white fish. There. You're I supposed just, to. I had it. <laughs> yeah, I had it for, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And, and it got me thinking, like, I wonder if you could smoke a walleye and how that would... I bet you could. Take it. Um, I know white fish is pretty oily, so when you smoke it, yeah. it's a lot. It stays... Somewhat moist. Right. Yeah. Walleye might be a little more drier, but just yeah. not smoking as long. But um, just lo- thinking out loud. I love here. up there in Michigan. I'm headed up there in two weeks, actually. To Mackinac or somewhere else? Uh, I'm going to stay a night in Mackinac and then head on up to Newberry. Oh, nice. is that the up UP? To the UP. Yeah. Okay. I've yeah, never been to the UP. The UP is pretty awesome. Yeah. It is. It's amazing. You know, I want to go catch the fall colors. Yeah. Yeah. So I think actually. It's about the right here, time for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll probably have to take a day off of the donuts here to, oh. for that. But. <laughs> How will I we know. survive? I think right? it might be next Sunday. We might be donutless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not really a Toledo thing, but certainly a good thing about Toledo is within a day's drive, there's a ton of of pretty awesome hiking, camping places like the like the UP. There's also yeah. the Bourbon Trails, less than a day drive. Um, lots of you know Kentucky, all that type of stuff. It's pretty yeah. close. We'll be to Chicago in a couple hours, and mm-hmm. Cleveland, Detroit, Appalachian Ar- Mountains, Ann Arbor. The, uh, what is it called? Get um, the Smokies. Yeah, what's that town? That's like a fake oh, town. Oh, Gatlinburg. Gatlinburg. Yeah. Gatlinburg. Everybody vacations to Gatlinburg. Oh, I yeah. hate Gatlinburg. It's like what? Disneyland. <laughs> you hate that. I haven't place? been there, but everybody oh, vacations to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. So I don't know it's like. Just a strip full of really bad tourist traps is, is what gets That's what I'm imagining. Like, There's like an upside down house too. That you're, hey, they you have can, like a place dedicated to Dolly Parton, like <laughs> Dollywood. That's, that's Pigeon Forge. Oh, that's, that's Pigeon excuse, Forge. Me, excuse me. Isn't Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg like right next to each they're, other? Yeah, they're connected. It's yeah. like the same okay. street, but it but turns Dollywood. when it goes into Gatlinburg. And that's where the free moonshine is. Oh, free, oh, free moonshine. moonshine. Did you yeah. say? Hey, it's so bad. <laughs> Can you make a moonshine donut? I should try. <laughs> Might work better than fish. Moonshine uh, jam. Do yeah. you have a favorite donut? Besides the maple bacon? Yeah. Um, like that turtle one you made a couple weeks ago just blew my mind. That one was really good. Man, I think the the cronuts are really good. I'll have to Honestly, try that one. Just, yeah, I'll have to get one of those. But I, probably my favorites are the old-fashioned buttermilk bars, honestly. 
aside from all the crazy toppings that we do and everything. <laughs> yeah. I think the old-fashioned buttermilk bars. Those and then the sweet corn ones are probably my new favorite. Sweet corn. I got to try it. It's so good. Butter. It's um, I mixed in a little bit of masa with the flour, and we kind of got like a, a toasted corn chip flavor like that you get from like you know, corn chips or Fritos or anything, yeah. like mm-hmm. that roasty flavor. I kind of got that into the donut. Yeah. Nice. I imagine you're probably pretty particular about your ingredients. Yeah, try to be. Yeah, do, do you, I'm just curious. Like, so if, for example, your flour. Do you do anything wacky to get your flour or particular flour or anything? Um, go to Costco. Go to Costco. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing too fancy there yet. Or, or is there an example of like, oh man, you want to believe what I do to get this? It's ingredient? it's definitely like uh, I'm more particular with like the blends. Sure. Version just yeah. All all purpose flour. You know, I have to use like three <laughs> different kinds of flour for the one dough. Right. 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 Okay. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Now, we got a lot of good restaurants around here in Toledo. If you could pick like a top three. I know you and I were just talking about that sushi place downtown, right? Kengo. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty much killing it with the sushi. <laughs> yeah. Yakitori. Only place doing yakitori. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What is Which, that? It's, um, that's the stuff on the skillet. Just little, little grilled uh, yeah. Japanese street food type skewer. Just, you know, anything you can imagine on a skewer. Yeah. Cooked over high heat, just charred, simple salt, pepper. Okay. I don't know what else they put on it. Well, but, they give you that um, little mix that they put on the side. I don't know what's in it. Some kind of little somewhat spice of like a little mix. five spice, seven spice mix. Yeah. Yeah, it makes it really good. Can go, and they're only open for dinner, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And you got to get there. I think they're closed Sunday, Monday. Early. I believe. There's, it's not very big, so if you're wanting to sit down, yeah, they seat like you 20, gotta... 30 people. Right. Can go. Yeah, that's the place to go for sushi, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Wait, I'm just so happy that there are sushi places downtown now. I mean, right. If somebody works downtown, mm-hmm. it's <laughs> some of the other great food, you know, is um Micah from the house he eats. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. really killing it with his bar food. Yeah. Um Registry, Registry Bistro downtown. Yeah. QQ Kitchen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. QQ. QQ. Oh my goodness. You, you're in a room full of QQ lovers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love them slightly less as they decided to only deliver within two miles, which my house is two point four miles oh, away no. so no way yeah i have to i, I, don't I, I luckily am anymore. still within range so <laughs> I bet i'm out of range now <laughs> i'm like right I'm, I'm probably like less than a mile from them so yeah maybe we'll have them on the show if they'll increase their delivery to 2.5 <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can so, just meet them halfway <laughs> right <laughs> and, and they're a great example i mean at least from the outside looking in it looks like you know it's a family-run operation they close when they want to close they don't feel like they have to mm-hmm. be open on weekends for example mm-hmm. yeah. which seems bizarre in the restaurant business but, i know but they're, they're killing it though they do fine yeah yeah so all right i see uh, actually they just got a pretty good mention on buzzfeed oh really Did they yeah. really yeah for for what just just one of the top 10 places to visit kind of thing oh really but, yeah i don't know if it was in ohio or Toledo, whatever it was, but yeah, they right on, pretty good. On, QQ. Get you yeah. some kimchi bacon fried rice, man. With an egg. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. With yeah. the egg, the seafood noodle soup. So. Oh yes, yes, yes. Those are like the hungry. two things I get. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we probably won't be airing this for look, over a week at least. Um, is there is there something upcoming that would be like current when people are going to be listening to this? Probably like end of September, early October. Right. 
like whatever. The only a big event I think I'm really looking forward to right now is uh, I really want to do something crazy for the zombie bar crawl on mm. Adam Street. Oh, yeah. October 24th, I think it is. Or yeah. Some zombie there. donuts or something. Do some bloody brains or something. Yeah, I just want to do something so, crazy. That thing has gotten huge. It has. Yeah. It started off pretty small and like every year just get, exponentially grows. Uh, we'll either be probably set up in front of Ink and Iron Tattoo on Adam Street. Um, the owner of that, his wife is, uh, I heard her as my baker. Mm. Nice. So nice. I can either set up in front of there or you know, maybe talk to Micah. He just bought Wesley's. So yeah, hopefully we'll be on Adam Street selling some cool zombie crazy donuts. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's that seems like a good good idea. Especially people are like all acting like zombies. Now yeah. they can eat some, some brains. Get, get a bloody well, brain. Yeah. And, and sure. they've had a few adult beverages. Right. And... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. Hoping for a storefront on Adam Street too. Okay. So yeah, I guess we kind of changed the subject. Uh, what are your thoughts for a storefront here? There's been a couple places I've looked at. Um, Adam Street is yeah. booming oh, for yeah. everything. Yeah, you yeah. Know, the whole the whole Toledo culture reinventing itself kind right. of thing. It's all right. You know, the fire is lit right there. It's starting to be actual foot traffic instead of just like people going downtown to go by, to a right. specific place. And exactly, just drive just to there. a game and get out. Knowing how you can right drive to a game and or you know take the bus down for the Thursday loop, hang out around down there, and yeah, you know, actually and spend your day down there sure yeah well chris thank you very much for for coming thank you guys and so much for having the show me. uh we re- really appreciate it and uh i think we're all hungry now did, <laughs> did you want to um throw out your website or oh, yeah. facebook tags or all that stuff definitely sure. your instagram yep uh yeah we have a huge active social media base uh you can find us on facebook.com slash holy toledo and it's h-o-l-e-y-t-o-l-e-d-o-u-g-h same for Instagram, and our website is holytoledo.com. You can pre-order through there. That's awesome. awesome. Thanks a lot, Chris. Thanks for having me. Thanks, everybody, for joining. If you would like to be on the show or know somebody that would, you can find us at toledomatters.com, and we'll see you next time.